Check, 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 check. Microphone check. Yeah. One, two, one, two, one, two. I got family to say. You hear the pod a little sick again. Oh, uh, ten. Sorry. A million dollars from now, I won't remember you. A million dollars from now, I won't remember you. A million dollars from now, I won't remember you. A million dollars from now, I won't remember you. Microphone check one two one two one two. Welcome back to another episode of the Fresh Bake Podcast. I'm your host Ryan Yee, joined by my guy Carter Bowie, Big CB, aka the White Stephen A. Smith, aka the Pablo Escobar pre-workout. Carter Bowie, how's it going? Carter, you are on mute, sir. Oops. Well, not a good start, but it feels <laughs> good to be back. Took a little week off for Thanksgiving to be with the family. Um, how are you doing? I'm good, just a little under the weather, but how was how was uh, why? Why was good. Um, got to watch the Zags play. We went two and one. That was the main reason we were there. And then hung out with the family, went to the beaches, ate good food, had some yeah, good poke. You got a little, got a little tan on. I see you. Got, got a little color going. Yeah, you know, nice weather there. Rained a little bit, but it was sweet. Always a good time in Hawaii. It's awesome. Get away from the the cold in Spokane. Yeah, I was out there freezing my ass off in Jersey. But, you know, it's a good time. Shout out my cousin. Shout out my auntie. Yeah, you know yeah. the vibes. Um, yeah, and before we get going, um, we did want to give a huge shout out to our um, to our worldwide audience. Thank you guys for tuning in. And also a special shout out to our guys over at Still Human. Go tap in with them for all of you guys' creative needs. Um, without further ado, fantasy recaps. I had a big week, Carter. I went crazy. Yeah, I had a I've had a rough last two weeks. Oh, last two rough. weeks. Yeah, I, I only get two, your I only, I only have two wins. Well, because I wasn't on the last pod, right? The last sports pod. I only I'm I've only won twice, uh, in the last two weeks. I'm kind of right. on skids. I've had really close matchups. Like in one league, I lost by two. Gus Edwards gets me four point seven points. He doesn't even get a yeah. touchdown or any touches. It was crazy. I was watching that game, and they would run the ball with anyone but their actual running backs. They like yeah, do a handoff to Zay Flowers. He runs it in for like a twenty yard touchdown, handing it off to other receivers. But we're still looking. We're still in the playoff picture in all my leagues. Um, so yeah, we're chilling in that regard. But just t- taking some tough L's. Yeah, I know Oliver picked up a, a much needed win. He is now in the playoff picture in our league. Um, I know it wasn't looking too hot for him, but he clutched up, got it done. Um, but I I balled out in both my leagues, dude. I've I hit 175 in one of my leagues. Um, nice. And then I hit 192 in my other league. Damn. Yeah, Who'd I went crazy. Uh, I had Kyron and Josh. Uh, Josh Allen. I had Diggs. Yeah, I had 75 points right there. That's yeah, crazy. yeah. My team went crazy. So for 192. Um, yeah. I mean, I had Mike Evans, Garrett Wilson. Everyone went crazy. So, um, 
but yeah um oh and Bijan went went off too and Ramondre put up like 25 yeah my team went my team went ham yeah um Bijan cook for me yeah that was that was sweet um but yeah we can get right into it with um our week breakdown um we're just gonna run through some of these games and see who we picked right who we didn't um starting off at the top slate close game on Thanksgiving uh Packers Lions um did you see the Jack Harlow performance I did not see the Jack Harlow performance. It was so odd that he like popped out of like an igloo and it was just like, oh. yeah, it was weird. Super weird. Did he, play but... his new, did he play his new song? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know you were rocking with that, but. So kind um, of a, a mid performance though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was kind of weak compared to Dolly Parton for, for the Cowboys. She like yeah. went crazy. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, the, the Lions lost to the Packers. Um, the Lions kind of, they've been that, hot team this year that everyone's talking about Super Bowl contender. Um, but to drop this one to the Packers kinda kinda has to hurt for them. Um I know I all three of us took the took the lines in this one. Um, my cousin Logan actually took the Packers and he would not stop telling me that he was right all Thanksgiving Day. Um but yeah so a rough loss for the Lions there. Um then we move on to the Cowboys Commanders game in which the Commanders got smoked 45 to 10 by the Cowboys. Um, I think all three of us had the Cowboys in this game. Yeah. Um, any any thoughts on the Cowboys going into going into Week Thirteen? I feel like they're kind of the team that just dominates the the really bad teams. Like every win that they've had this year has been against a below five hundred team. Um, yeah, I, don't know. I mean, if you look at their division, they play the Giants, Commanders. They do play the Eagles twice they're real good but their wins i mean yeah they haven't really beaten any really credible teams i'd say this year yeah so yeah. i feel like they've gotten um, kind of exposed when they play yeah the i feel like that's kind of how it always goes with the cowboys they always have a really good record and then they'll end up losing in the playoffs at some point right and then they're always up in question on they don't even really play tough teams and stuff like that. But they do have a very tough remaining schedule. I mean, they play the Seahawks on Thursday Night Football this week. Then they play the Eagles, then the Bills, then the Dolphins, then the Lions. So their next five games are going to be good matchups for them. And I think good tests for them, considering, you know, they'll most likely be in the playoffs as a wild card team and then kind of see what happens. But, yeah, they usually kind of play down. They don't play down to their competition, but they always roll, like, teams that just should be rolled yeah yeah um well we can keep it rolling into uh the final game of the thanksgiving day games um i guess it was thanksgiving night but niners uh pounce on the seahawks 13 or 31 to 13 um huge performance by mccaffrey um just the whole team played really well brock Purdy looked really good there um yeah i believe all of us had the Niners, except for my cousin Logan, he took the Seahawks. Um, I don't know why. Um, but yeah, it was a good game for the Niners. Uh Traverius Ward looked amazing covering DK. Um, and yeah, it was just a good sight to see George Kittle and all of them th- eating the turkey at the at the at center field or at midfield. But yeah, uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed watching that. So um shout out to our guys. And then uh the Dolphins Jets, Dolphins on the Jets on Friday night, which was the first ever um, Black Friday game. Um, this game actually won me 180 bucks on uh, on DraftKings. Actually, do we want to give out the free sponsor? No, 
Uh, no free sponsor. Won us uh won me 180 bucks on still human. <laughs> but um yeah, so I put I had a six leg parlay on the Dolphins and Raheem Mostert and Tyreek Hill and all them. So um yeah, big game for the Dolphins. The Jets just really struggled. I know we talked about how Tim Boyle had like 13 interceptions to one touchdown in his college career. He looked pretty terrible. Um yeah, it's just been a disappointing season for the Jets um, without Aaron Rodgers. Um, but hopefully he'll be back by the end of the season is what they're saying. Who knows? I mean, for his health and all that, if he can come back, great for him. But I feel like at the, at his age, why not? There's really no need to come back so soon, especially when the Jets aren't going to – they're not – they don't have a chance to make the playoffs this year. I think just – get as healthy as you can and then come back next season. Agreed. Agreed. Um, all right. And then, uh, we have Colts bucks, the Colts beat the bucks, um, 27 to 20 in a close game. Um, this puts the buck or the Colts at a winning record this year. I think they're outperforming what we thought that they would, uh, how they would be performing this year. But Jonathan Taylor is injured for the next couple weeks. Um, which is a big loss, obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's been a surprising season for the Bucks, or I'm sorry, I'm saying the Bucks for the Colts. Um, like I've said, that they're they're just an exciting team to watch, in my opinion, and they've been playing some good ball. Yeah, I mean, losing their star rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson earlier in the season doesn't help, but I mean, they've definitely turned it around. You know, they're six and five right now. Gardner Minshew has been playing like you know decent football for the Colts. I mean, they got good weapons you know obviously having Jonathan Taylor out hurts but I think going back to Zach Moss because he's gonna probably become their lead back because he had a really hot start to the season and was running the ball well so he should hopefully be able to kind of continue his strong running through the next few games for the Colts yeah agreed so it'll be interesting to see what happens with them yeah 100% um and then I believe Oliver and you both took the Bucks. I took the Colts in that one um and then moving on to Patriots Giants, we had um another really close game. Uh, the Giants won ten to seven. Um, are you buying into this Tommy DeVito hype? I know he played a decent game, um, just under two hundred yards passing, but um, I mean, no, no, I'm not really giving into anything. He's still, I mean, he's only twenty five. He's still really, really young, but I just don't think he's really anything special. Okay, but yeah, I, think I mean, take, I, I think it'll take it'll take time for him to really show what he's all about if he yeah. is all like that. Yeah, I mean, I think he won't have that like Brock Purdy ability because, not, not um, like he won't have the opportunity to to like kind of guide guide a winning team. You know, he's kind of just stuck where he's in New York, where where the team's not super great. Um, yeah, and exactly. yeah, I feel like they're gonna lose games down the stretch, and it's just, I mean, they're not in playoff contention at this point, but, um. Yeah, I think he's been playing decent football. I think he just needs, like, um, he'll need more opportunities to show it down the line. I don't think he'll get the – I don't think he'll get the the benefit of how Brock Purdy got those extra games of experience in during the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, just kind of like you said, the type of team he's on, they're not a playoff team. So he's not going to be able to get additional, you know, experience against tough teams in the playoffs. So – He's just going to have to kind of work it out with what he's got, all the players that he has right now. Giants yeah. are just – they're in a tough spot. So obviously, losing Daniel Jones, 
they've gone through a lot of quarterbacks this season. So hopefully things can look a little bit better for the G men in the future. Agreed. Um, okay, we'll keep it rolling to the Steelers Bengals. The Steelers uh just barely beat the Bengals. A lot of close games this week, a lot of one score games. Um, Steelers 16, Bengals 10. Bengals obviously without Joe Burrow. Um, I believe we all took the Steelers here. Um yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kenny Pickett, the the offense is looking a lot better without uh Matt Kenyatta. I think for the or Canada for the first time they uh rushed for over four hundred or they they had over four hundred yards from scrimmage. Um granted they only scored one touchdown, but um yeah. Yeah, a good good game from the from the Steelers offense nonetheless. Um, but yeah, let's keep it going. We have Panthers, Titans. Um Another one-score game, Titans 17, Panthers 10. This puts the Panthers at 1-10 on the season. Um, yeah, just a really rough year from Bryce Young and company. Um, Oliver had the Panthers, I had the Panthers, and you also had the Panthers. So we were all wrong on that Wait, one. We all took the Panthers? We all took the Panthers? Yeah. Oh, I can't imagine I myself taking the Panthers. Now that, that I'm looking back on that, I can't imagine myself I don't know why. Panthers. I don't know why we would take the Panthers. That makes no sense. Yeah, question. It was a close game, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and then we have uh Falcons Saints, um Falcons twenty four Saints fifteen. Uh, Bijan Robinson with the monster game. Um, but yeah, other than that, nothing too spectacular. Um, I see that you had the Falcons. Who did I have? I had the Saints, and Oliver had the Saints in that. Um, and then moving on to Rams Cardinals. Um, this was a big game. Uh, Kyron Williams back from, oh, I'm sorry. I skipped one, but I'll, we'll go back to that. Um, Kyron Williams was back from injury. Uh, he had, uh, two, over 200 total yards and two touchdowns. Um, just a huge fantasy performance from him, 38 points. Um, and yeah, the team looked good. Um, obviously the, the Cardinals isn't a spectacular offense or defense. Um, so, I mean, that's definitely nothing for them to hang their hat on, but, it's, it is an interdivisional uh, matchup, so those are always the big ones that you have to win. Um, but yeah, you had, or Oliver, I'm sorry, Oliver had the, who did Oliver have? Oliver had the Cardinals, I had the Rams, and you had the Cardinals. I've been picking a lot of these right, not going to lie. I don't know why I would take the Cardinals in that situation. Yeah, I don't know why either. Um, but we have, but, <laughs> so, yeah, we'll go back to, Jaguars Texans the te- did you watch that game? I watched a little bit of the game. I did see the um, last second field goal for the Texans where it hit off the front crossbar. Right. And that would have tied the game so they ended up losing 24-21. But just kind of a back and forth game. I mean obviously yeah. the Texans led by CJ Stroud and their offense they've been playing really good football lately. I believe it was in uh, in Houston. Yeah. So they've been playing good football at home as well. And the Jaguars, they've had a few tough games for them, but they did end up squeaking out with a win. But I think overall, just a pretty fun game to watch. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah, all three of us took the Texans. Um, that was just a tragic missed field goal at the end. But um, yeah, I mean, CJ Stroud and the whole Texans team has been having a hell of a year. So um, regardless of if they make the playoffs or not, like I think – um, they've been the shock of the season, in my opinion. Um, Definitely. Yeah, but we can go to a 
more of an upset this week. Um, the Broncos beat the Browns 29 to 12. Um, Oliver took the Broncos. I took the Browns and you took the Browns as well. Um, this puts the Broncos at five straight. Yes. Five straight wins. wins. Yeah. Um, tied with the Eagles for most uh, consecutive wins in the league. Um, Russell Wilson, I mean, he's been playing really good football. That defense has been holding them down. Um, and yeah, they've just been firing on all cylinders. The It's been looking looking up for the for the Denver fans for sure. Anything you want to add? No, I mean, Broncos, let's ride. That's what that's what Russ says. So I want to stick with that. Let's ride. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. And then we have Chiefs Raiders. Um, this one actually got out to a close start, 14-14, and then the Chiefs kind of just pulled away from the Raiders. Um, yeah, it's been a rough season in Oakland or in sorry, not in Oakland, in Vegas. Um, and the Chiefs just ended up steamrolling them 31 to 17. Um yeah, I had I believe, oh, I had the Raiders, you had the Chiefs, and Oliver also had the Chiefs. Um, I thought we were going to get an upset. I yeah, was hyped at the beginning. The yeah, and then, yeah, I put a little bit of money down on the game, and then it just didn't go my way. But, um, but yeah, I mean, what what can you say? It's Pat Mahomes and, and company. But, yeah. Um, and then this was a really big one, Bills, Eagles. Um, I know we had talked about this the week prior. Um, if there was one team to beat the Eagles, the Bills are one of them. Um, or out of that select group of teams that could beat the Eagles. Um, it's like Bills, Chiefs, Niners, right? Like the, in that ech- mm-hmm. upper echelon of the league, um, yeah. regardless of the Bills kind of being on a skid lately. Um, we, we I, at least I thought that they could pull this one off. Um, it got really close. Um, it was 34-34 in OT, and then the Eagles ended up winning that one, 37-34. Um, that moves them to 11-1. and or is it 10 and no 11 and one, right? 10 and one. 10 and one. Okay. Um, but yeah, I had the, I had the bills, you had the Eagles and Oliver had the Eagles here. Um, and then moving on to the Ravens chargers, the Ravens did in fact beat the chargers 22 10 without Mark Andrews. Um, like you said, um, Zay flowers, a big game from him two total touchdowns. Yeah. Um, this was on Sunday night football. Um, Oliver had the Ravens. I had the Ravens and you also had the Ravens. Um, and yeah, like we talk about every week, the Chargers just know how to lose football games. Um, just an unfortunate season for them. Um, and then finally the bears beat the Vikings by two points, 12 to 10 um, on Monday night football. Um, I know TJ Hawkinson had a, had a touchdown catch, but Josh, I think the main story was Josh Dobbs, four interceptions. Um, just a really rough game from him. I think people are starting to understand that he might not be, like the the savior franchise quarterback you know um yeah he's kind of i guess you could kind of say i mean based on that performance he's kind of a fill-in guy and then the vikings might look to get someone else unless dobbs turns it up because he was he was on a hot streak his last like four games even coming from the cardinals to the vikings he was playing really good football but he's kind of cooled down a bit so hopefully he's able to kind of bounce back for the vikings next week or yeah. sorry, in two weeks because they have bye yeah, next week. Yeah, bye. Yeah. But I do got to say that Monday night game, I think probably the worst, worst uh primetime game of the entire season. Yeah, I, I think, think it tops that Bears Panthers Thursday yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, because they, they were just, themselves. There was no touch, or there was the one touchdown scored by the Vikings in the fourth. By Hawkins, that was, that was yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree with all those points there. Um. And just for the record, all 
all three of us had the Vikings in that one as well. Um, yeah. All right. And so now it is time for some top five, top five, top five. Okay. So top five, top five. Oliver's top five uh, performances of the week. Starting at number five, we have Pat Fryer moved from the Steelers. He went for nine, uh, nine receptions for 120 yards um, in the Steelers big win. This week, uh, at number four, he has Bijan Robinson with 91 rushing yards, 32 receiving yards, and two total touchdowns. At number three, he has Christian McCaffrey, 114 rushing yards, 25 receiving yards, and two total touchdowns as well. Um, At number two, he has Kyron Williams, uh, 143 rushing yards, 61 receiving yards, and two two total touchdowns. Um, And at number one, oh, a defensive player. Um, He has Rashawn Gary. Three sacks, two forced fumbles, and seven tackles. Um, and those are Oliver's top five wow. performances of the week. Um, Carter, your turn. Top five, top five, top five. Time for some top five yeah. power rankings. Yeah. All right. So starting at number five, I got the Dolphins. I think they they haven't been in my top five in probably in a, a couple weeks. weeks. Yeah. Definitely, definitely some time. They were kind of falling off the radar a bit. But they had a bounce, not a bounce back, but they had a big win against the Jets. Just kind of trampled on them. Defense played well. Tyreek went off again. I mean, he's the top receiver this season. Tua, he played well. But I think looking forward, um, Dolphins, you know, they're eight and three right now. They're in a good spot. It just, it's going to come down to them winning ball games. And we'll go back to my grades. I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the Dolphins a B plus. Moving on in the fourth spot, I got the Ravens. They're nine and three. They obviously just beat the Chargers, but I don't. It's just they they're good record wise, but them losing Mark Andrews is a big hit to their offense because they would run just run a lot of plays through him. Obviously, he's just big tight end receiver, but um, Zay Flowers stepped it up against the. Charges with two touchdowns. I think he's kind of going to be their guy now because obviously he's their wide receiver one. But without Mark Andrews, they're going to be looking for him. And they're getting Keaton Mitchell involved really nicely in the run game. Yeah. I so like I him. think super explosive. good things. Definitely really explosive. Good things for the Ravens, but um, just kind of with some missing pieces, you know, they're at number four. And I'll give them, I'll give them an A minus just because they've been, they were hot before. Um, and they've cooled off just a bit. And then at number three, I got the Chiefs. They're eight and three. They obviously had a tough loss to the Eagles two weeks ago on Monday Night Football, but we can still never count them out just because of Patrick Mahomes. Um, obviously, Rasheed Rice, he had a he had a big game against the Raiders. Totally. Uh, Chiefs defense, like we've said all season, has kind of been the story for them. Their defense has played really well, kept them in games. I mean – Kelsey, lately, I don't really think he's been that impactful. I think teams are kind of locking him down. So Mahomes has to look for other options out there, which is getting more players involved. But they're still really solid and still not a team that any team really wants to face. So I will give them an A- minus as well on the grades. And then moving into the number two spot, I got the Niners. They're 8-3. and three. They're playing really good football. I mean... We handled the Seahawks pretty easily on Thursday against the Seahawks. McCaffrey 
been outstanding. Top running back this year. Purdy, really poised. Um, he's just he's looked really good. Yeah. Um, obviously, after that three three game skid that the Niners had, Purdy's really turned it around, kind of become, you know, I guess the leader, just because he's the quarterback. But Kittle's getting involved nicely. Debo got involved nicely. Ayuk, he's had a really good last two games. Yeah, I read a stat. And, 88% of his uh, his receptions have turned into a touchdown or first down. This season or in the last This season. Games? This, this season? season? Yeah. I mean, that's a crazy stat. Yeah. And then to go along with our insane offense, we have the addition of Chase Young just making our defense that much stronger. Like you said, Trevarius Ward, uh, he clamped up DK Metcalf, which is – Good look for us considering our secondary is our really our weak point in our defense. But I'm gonna give the Niners an A and obviously they're at the two spot. And then my number one team, they've been my number one team for a while, is the Eagles. They're 10 and 1, best record in the NFL. I think we've been kind of saying this a lot for the Eagles. They're through their games, they kind of have slow starts. I mean, obviously they were down 17 to 7 against the Bills at home. But then they always have big second halves or even big fourth quarters where they either it's close and they come back or they're up and it's just back and forth. And then they end up coming on top, which in this case they were down and then it was back and forth. And then they ended up beating the Bills 37-34. But I mean, led by Jalen Hurts, I think he's the best quarterback this year. Uh, obviously, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Swift their D-line, their O-line. Eagles are just really polished, I think. Yeah, they do. They definitely look like the most polished. Yeah, and even though they get those slow starts, it's still – you never count them out. I just think they're clearly the best team in football right now. So I got them at one. I'm going to give them an A+. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, Okay, this week we're going to skip um, starter sit but we're going to do award race predictions for the week um, or I'm sorry for the season. Um, I know that the odds just changed on, um, on most of the sites for MVP. So that is what prompted this. Um, but we'll start off with MVP Carter. Um, I want to see your, t- your, who you're predicting <clears throat> will be the MVP this season. Um, I am seeing, I'll read some of these, uh, some of these rankings right now, I think on um on most sites, Jalen Hurts is the favorite at um, plus 140, followed by Patrick Mahomes at plus 350. Dak Prescott has moved up at plus 800. Lamar Jackson, oh, wait, sorry. Lamar Jackson is there at plus 500. Um, and then we have Dak Prescott at plus 800. Tua Tagovailoa at plus 800. And then we have Brock Purdy at plus 1400 and CJ Stroud at plus 1800. Um, predictions on this award, Carter, on MVP? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think I definitely would go with CJ Stroud just with how he's been playing in the last few weeks. As MVP? But, no, I'm I'm not done. I'm not done. But now, actually seeing these odds, just knowing how all this works and how the NFL works, I do think – It'll probably be Jalen Hurts if he continues his dominant performances. I think he, obviously, I mean, like I said, slow starts, but I think if you look at consistency throughout the entire season, 
he's truly been the most consistent quarterback. Obviously, he has a ton of weapons on his team, but he's also just a really skilled quarterback. Sure, he makes mistakes, but I think if we're looking at um, dominance, consistency, um, playmaking ability, under pressure, all that, I think Hurts, if he continues, I think I got Hurts as my favorite. Yeah, um, I'm with you there. I think it's going to be Hurts. He's definitely just the Eagles have been the most winning team this year, and he's obviously the leader of that team. Um, he's having a phenomenal season. So I think, yeah, I don't know. I think he definitely deserves to be the favorite. I think if you're thinking about what the award actually like means, like the most valuable player to their team, I I don't understand how you couldn't say it's Patrick Mahomes. I think that Chiefs team is nothing without Patrick Mahomes. Um, and I think the season that they've had, uh, they've really kept it together and under his uh, under his guidance. So I think, um, I think if I really had to pick, I would go with, uh, I'm going to go with Hurts, but my pick is going to be Patrick Mahomes. I like that. Yeah, it's also, like you said, just the Eagles being 10-1. and one. Obviously, the Chiefs are 8-3, and three, yeah. both very winning teams. It's still, obviously, it's like because there's there were talks uh, in the past week with C.J. Stroud. Obviously, they're 6-5. and five. It's like if they're not, not a playoff team, how can he be most valuable player? So, obviously, right. there's those other factors that come into play that you just got to take into account. Which is right. tough. Which is tough. Hundred percent. Um. Okay. We're moving on to offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year. Who you got, Carter? Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, me too. I think that there's no, uh, no debate there. Um. He's just been balling out this season. Been able to stay healthy. Um. Yeah. He, he's just shown he's the most dominant running back in football right now. I well, I mean, if you look at just offensive player, he's the most dominant. Yeah. I think sure. I do think. Um, I do think Tyreek Hill yeah, I was gonna say is definitely up there as well. But with what you look at, McCaffrey rushing touchdowns, receiving touchdowns, the way he runs the ball, how dominant he is. Yeah, um, he's so dynamic. It's I just... think he's a clear favorite for Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, agreed. Um, okay, Defensive Player of the Year, where are you going with? This is where it gets a little, a little sketchier. Um, you, you go, you, you go first with your, okay. Um, I'm going to just based on, um, the amount of dominant performances, I'm going to go with miles Garrett. I think miles Garrett's just been a absolute savage this whole season. Um, and obviously we've seen those games where he jumps up over the offensive line and blocks a field goal in addition to like two forced fumbles and a fumble recovery and like six sacks or whatever. He's been going crazy this year. Um, so I think Miles Garrett, it, it should be him. I, I can't really think of too many other guys it could be. Um, but yeah, that's what I got. Okay, interesting. I'm just trying to think because there's a there's a lot of defensive guys out there. Um I I I'm gonna go with Max Crosby. Could be just okay. out of I the like blue. It. I just think the impact he has on his team. I know it's not most valuable player, but his just his presence on the field is so dominant. Um, his pass rushing, all that. Um, so I got I got him. I mean I don't really focus too much on defensive players, which is why I'm like I can't really think yeah. of that many like um, that I really think could get it. Obviously, I mean Michael Parsons is definitely in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Bosa is his. He hasn't had that insane of a year though, so he's he definitely probably won't get it. 
Um, yeah, but I think statistically, it, I think he won't. Yeah, um, de- just definitely. because of that. Yeah, but I, I mean, just because of the dominant year he had last year. But I think, yeah, yeah definitely, Miles Garrett is a great pick. Yeah, I uh, really like Max go, Crosby. I'm a big. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Max Crosby though. Yeah, I like him a lot. Um, okay, offensive rookie there. Oh, and he was also my uh, he was also my pick from at the beginning of the season. If we, if you remember that we, yeah, he was picked. Yeah, he was. Um, okay, offensive rookie of the year. Um. I think there's not much to debate here. I think it's clearly CJ Stroud. Um barring he doesn't end up running with MVP. Um yeah, uh, CJ Stroud just had a historic year for a rookie quarterback. Um and yeah, to, to kind of turn around that Texans team that no one really thought too much of at the beginning of the year, he's kind of put on a show. Um I believe is Tank Tank Dell is also a rookie, right? believe so I could. yeah so they have a nice rookie tandem there um yeah I, i've loved everything i've seen from cj stroud so far so um i'm gonna go with cj stroud for offensive rookie i like that as well and yeah i'm gonna go with cj stroud as well i think he's obviously the clear favorite if you look at what he's done just the texans they weren't looking too good and then he's just put, been playing really good football lately he's been thrown for a ton of yards um yeah i mean he's looked he's looked really good especially as a rookie in the nfl so i definitely would go with him i like it um okay defensive rookie of the year you got a pick here or yeah i'm gonna go with Jalen carter okay defensive tackle for the eagles he's had a good season so far yeah yeah he's had a really good season uh, with the eagles just boosted their d-line even more i feel like I'm because I'm just looking at odds and he's uh his odds are at minus two fifty, which is the the best. Um, mm-hmm. But I think in a, such a stacked D line and a defense, he kind of goes under the radar. Obviously, he's a rookie, so I think that's kind of why. But I just think his presence on the field, uh, with getting the quarterbacks and all that, has made him just such a dominant presence. So I would take him. Yeah, I like that pick. He's had a hell of a season. Um, I'm gonna go with Devon Witherspoon. Um, yeah, from I Seattle. Like yeah, he's, he's been, been insane. He's been a lockdown. Year. He's been a lockdown yeah. at corner this year. Um, as much as I hate to hate to say it. Um, but yeah, he's been having a crazy season. Um, I just I also don't know how. I think I believe Sauce Gardner was the first cornerback to win defensive rookie of the year in like a super long time. I know they kind of stray away from the, that position as a um for the for the defensive player of the year awards. Um. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I I really like Witherspoon. He's he's been playing crazy. Um, defends really well. Um, against the pass. So, um, yeah, I like him there. And finally, comeback player of the year. Who you got? Comeback player of the year. I'm gonna go with Tua Tagovailoa. I just think with the concussions he had last year, how scary they looked. Um, and with what he's been able to do this season, I just think obviously. He, he had such an insane start to the season, and he's still playing good football. Obviously, he cooled down a bit, but I mean, he's putting up crazy numbers. I mean, when the when they dropped seventy points against the Broncos, I mean, two ahead, I think like damn near five hundred passing yeah. yards, or maybe something over like that. But I mean, yeah, twenty two touchdowns, well over three thousand passing yards so far. I think I think it could definitely go to him. Yeah. Um I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Brock Purdy. I think okay. coming off of a the UCL um injury, 
I think um, it's been a big prove it year for him. I think there's been a lot of people that were naysayers at the beginning that are now putting him up there. Obviously, he's what top six in uh, MVP odds. I think yeah. he's just had a crazy year so far. Um, but, uh, regardless of that that three game skid that we were on, um, but yeah, I, I like him at for comeback player of the year. Just coming off of a throwing injury, um, but I think we'll have to see how he finishes out the season. I like that a lot. I wanted yeah. to leave him for you. Appreciate that. Appreciate that, yeah. bud. Um, yeah. All right, but let's get into our uh, pickums for this week. Oh, you took my must-watch game of the week. Give him, give him your must-watch game of the week, Carter. All right, my must-watch game of the week is Niners-Eagles. I think that's probably America's uh, going to be most-watched game uh, matchup of the week. I just think Eagles – Really hot, play really good football. Niners, same thing. Two powerhouse offenses, two powerhouse defenses. So I think, I think we're in for in for a treat of a game. Obviously, rematch of the NFC Championship last year. We know how that went, but I'm looking at the line and it's minus three for the Niners, which is very interesting considering it is in Philly and Philly fans are absolutely insane. Yeah, um, just with such a hostile environment to play in. Who knows how the weather will be? It looks like it's going to be sunny and cloudy, but definitely we could be looking at best game of the season. Yeah, the, uh, this is the first time that a, a team with Philly's record has been um, has been the underdogs at home. Maybe, the, maybe yeah. we don't. Maybe we don't know something. Maybe yeah, we maybe know. we don't. I don't know. Maybe the, the script, script is going to say something. I'm not sure. I don't know. But that is interesting. But we'll see it. I'm really excited for that game. Yeah, me too. Um, Oliver has Broncos, Texans, and I'm gonna go with Cowboys, Seahawks. Um, I, I like for must watch games. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Starting off on Thursday night football, we got like I said, my must watch game: Cowboys, Seahawks. Carter, who you got? For us Niner fans, I know the worst game to have to make a pick, but I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. All right, I'm also gonna go with the Cowboys. I know that they're riding. Uh, Ryan, I know, that big win. I know Cowboys are probably a auto lock wild card team just with the Eagles being at ten and one. Um, obviously don't want to jinx anything, but we don't want the Seahawks to get any closer to the Niners. So I'm going Cowboys. Yeah, I agree there. Um, yeah, okay, Cowboys. Uh, yeah, we're both going Cowboys. Um, all right, Sunday one p.m. slot. We're going Colts Titans in Tennessee. Who you got? I'm going to take the Colts on this. I think, you know, they're coming off a win. Titans have not looked good this year. Um, they've been having some issues. Obviously, the Colts are without Jonathan Taylor, but they were without him for a decent portion of the season. And Zach Moss really stepped up. Took yeah, he on filled big, in nicely. Took on a big role. I think the, the Colts keep their momentum going, so I got the Colts. All right, yeah, I'm also going to roll with the Colts there. Um, I like their defensive uh, their defensive presence. Um, and yeah, I think Zach Moss had a hot start to the year. I think uh, he's going to get another opportunity to show what he's about against the Titans. Um, so yeah, I like like the Colts there. Um, then we have Falcons Jets in New York. Ooh, I'm going to take the Falcons. Jets just with Tim Boyle in her center, they they can't do much. They can't do anything. So yeah, yeah I'm going to take the great. Falcons. And I mean, Falcons, nothing special on them, but they are actually leading the NFC South. So they are in the playoffs right now. 
which yeah. is crazy because they're five and six. Yeah. I, well, no team in the NFC South has a winning record. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's um, it's a tough division. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say the Jets here. I think um, they figure it out this game. Um, I don't think it'll be like a, they turn the script around on the season, but I think, I think that they can figure not. out the, I think they can figure out the Falcons. Um, I like the weapons that they have. And I think the, the defense is strong enough that they could hold Desmond Ryder or Ritter. Um, yeah, I, I like the Jets there. Um, and then we'll move on to Saints Lions in New Orleans. This one should the, be a fun one. Yeah, it who knows how it goes. I'm gonna take the Lions though. I really think the weak spot for the Lions has been their defense. Obviously, the Packers kind of were all over their defense in the first half. Um, the Lions defense did pick it up, kept them in the game still in the second half. But I'm still going to take the Lions just because the Saints offense, um, obviously Chris Olave, uh, he had a concussion. I don't know if he will be playing. Um, and I believe Michael Thomas is also hurt. So just two top receivers right there that could be down. So I, I'm just going to take the Lions. I mean, their weapons are insane. I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown, he's had a really good year. Um, Jameer Gibbs, he he's cooled off after his a little four bit. hot game streaks. And obviously with David Montgomery back, just a nasty backfield. And Jared Goff, although he did, I believe, have three picks against yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Packers, I think Lions, you know, they're eight and three. They're going to have a bounce back game. They're going to look good on Sunday. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think Lions uh, def- definitely in need of a bounce back. I think a statement game probably. Um, I think that they go, they go big against the Saints. Um, all right, we got Broncos, Texans, and Houston. This is Oliver's must-watch game. Um, two teams that have kind of shocked everyone. Uh, um, the Broncos on a five-game win streak. Texans are having a great season. Tough loss to Jacksonville last week, but um, they're looking to bounce back. I'm gonna take the Texans in this one. Yeah, I agree with what you just said, though. I think. I think it'll be a good game or the Texans are going to not run away with it, but they'll win by a decent margin. I think CJ Stroud is going to look really good. And I just think they're going to, the Texans are going to continue playing good football. Yeah. Um, I hate that I'm agreeing with you on all these because there's no debate, but yeah, I'm going with the Texans again. <laughs> I'm going with the Texans here. Um, I think the Broncos, I think it's going to come to a halt um, against the Texans who, they're just young and they have something to prove this year. Yeah, um, exactly. I know. I know the the Broncos are also in that like they don't um they don't have anything to lose kind of mentality, just because they've been counted out all season. But they're hoping for a playoff spot. I think um, yeah, I think it'll be a really good game. I I don't see the Texans. I don't. Th- I don't think I see either team running away with the game. I think um it'll be close. But I yeah, I think the Texans bounce back from last week's rough loss. Um, okay, we got Chargers Patriots in New England. In Foxborough. I'm going to take the Chargers in this. The Patriots, wow, I mean, they've had just such a tough season. Really yeah. rough season. I mean, can you even make that, like, 38-yard field goal or whatever it was <laughs> to tie the game? I ended up losing. I'm going to go Chargers, even though the Chargers are so poorly coached. And it's just – every game they're in, it's just like, why did you do this when you should have done that? Uh, but I'm still gonna take the Chargers because I do right. think they have much better players on their team. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna go with the uh, the Patriots on this one. Um, 
I just don't at this point in the in the season, we've seen the Chargers lose so many winnable games. I think um yeah, I think I think they just can't be trusted to win games. And I think um I really actually really like despite how the pitchers have been playing really poorly, I do like the way they've utilized Ramondre Stevenson in the backfield um as of late. So I'm gonna go with them there. Um I think he's a really solid weapon and I think that he's gonna have a breakout. Um he's gonna break out this week against the Chargers. Um, but let's move on. We have Cardinals Steelers in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Steelers on this one. I think the Steelers are just gonna keep their momentum momentum going. They're kind of putting the pieces together. Kenny Pickett, he's playing okay football. But I mean Najee, I think it's the ground game. And yeah, obviously great. the Steelers have a really, really strong defense um, as well. But their run game has looked really good. And the Cardinals, I mean, sure they got Kyler Murray back, but they really have nothing going for them. So I'm gonna go Steelers. Yeah, I'm rolling with you there. Steelers at home. Yeah, I'm I'm rocking with it. I'm sure Oliver agrees. Um then we have Dolphins Commanders in Washington. Um Commanders coming off of a really tough loss to the Cowboys. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins on this one. Obviously, you know, led by Tua, Tyreek Hill. I just think they're going to look good again. And they're playing the Commanders, but I'm going to go Dolphins. Yeah, I'm also going the Dolphins. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're just such an explosive offensive team. Um, like you said, Tua, Tyreek, Waddle, Mostert. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of weapons. I think Aitchin's going to be back in the mix this week um, a lot more. So he, sh- he should be if he's back, but yeah, he did re-injure his knee um, that he was out four or five weeks for so it'll be interesting to see what goes on with him but definitely definitely gotta take the Dolphins yeah um all right we got Bucks Panthers in Tampa Bay Ooh, I'm gonna take the Bucks I think you know we've been talking about Baker Mayfield and he's had a he's had a pretty solid season actually um for the Bucks Rashad White he's been running the football well lately Mike Evans had a monster game. He's been good for a touchdown a week. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. He's he's turned his season around for sure. And then, I mean, yeah, they're playing the Panthers. I mean, what else is there really to say? The Panthers, they're a poverty franchise. They're just they're just not good. Yeah, they're they've been pretty well, really bad this year. Um, yeah. sitting at one and ten. So, I mean, not much to hope for for them except for another, uh, another high draft pick. Um and just yeah. waste it on someone else. Yeah, give me the give me the bucks here. Um, all right, we got Eagles Niners in Philadelphia. Well, I think you know who we're both picking. I'm going oh, with yeah. the nine. I'm going with the Niners. I'm I'm still questioning that minus three for the Niners, but I'm still going Niners. They're my team. I think it's going to be an absolute brutal game. Though. I think it's going to be an absolute shootout. I think both offenses are going to be. Playing well, um, but yeah, it's gonna be okay. I say shootout. I don't. Yeah, mean I was gonna sc- say shootout. I don't. I don't mean high scoring. I mean kind of back and forth. I think. It's I think gonna be slug. Really, I think it's gonna be oh, really yeah. close. Like, cause just the the defenses I think are gonna overtake. So we could be looking at somewhat of a slow game, but I think it'll still be entertaining to watch. Yeah, I mean, obviously the two best teams in the league right now. I think. 
matching up. Um, I think it'll be fun to watch for sure. Um, yeah, I also have the Niners here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make a little bit of a more bold assumption here. I'm going to say that the Niners go for a, a statement game here. I think the Niners blow them out the water and make a big statement that they're here this year. Get a little revenge after the NFC yeah. championship last year. Yeah. Okay. I expect it to be I expect it to be chippy. I think um yeah. You'll see some penalties, some tempers flare. I'm worried. I'm worried about I'm worried about the refs for both teams. Yeah. Because sometimes the refs are just not calling the right play, not calling the right flags, penalties for for both teams. Right. I'm not talking about just one team. So which I just always hate to see. So hopefully it's a, a well officiated game and you know both teams keep it civil and all that. Yeah. But yeah. but I'm going Niners. I'm going Niners by a lot. Of course. Yeah. So you're going a little blowout win. Yeah. I like a it. little a little hush to the to the Philly fans. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Totally. Um all right, we got Rams, Browns in LA. Ooh. I'm gonna take the Rams. Browns, okay. they're kind of on a downfall. Obviously they're without Sean Watson. Their offense not not looking really good. Um under center with DTR, Thompson Robinson. Uh, whatever you want to call him, but uh, well, his name, gonna, yeah, <laughs> Dorian Thompson Robinson. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm Rams. I mean, it's kind of been rough for Cooper Cup lately and Puka Nakua. Um, just without, I think, are they still without Stafford? Uh, no, I think Stafford's okay. back. He's back, but yeah, I'm gonna go Rams. Yeah, Rams haven't looked very good lately. Yeah, give me the Rams here as well. Um. I like I like Kyron Williams. I think he's going to be like their centerpiece on offense um, in crunch time. I think Cooper Cup might wake up, but I think if he doesn't, I think Kyron Williams has enough firepower um, to kind of bring that Rams offense to life um, where we've seen Cooper Cup unable to do so over the last couple of weeks without Kyron Williams. Um, but yeah, I like the Rams here. Um, and then we have Chiefs Packers on Sunday Night Football in Green Bay. Interesting Sunday night game. I'm gonna yeah. go Chiefs. I do think it could be a decent game though if the Packers play well. I mean, obviously the Packers are coming off a win against the Lions, so they're gonna want to keep some momentum going. And it'll be in Green Bay, so it's gonna be chilly. Obviously, you know it's cold in both both those home home stadiums, but I'm still gonna go Chiefs. But I do think it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, I, I agree there. I think it'll be a good game. But I'm going to have to roll with the underdog here. Give me the Packers. I like Pack it. I like what I've seen from Jordan Love um, on this this half of the season. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really have any rhyme or reason to it. I just think um, riding off a, the, the, the win in Detroit, I think they get it done against the Chiefs on primetime football at Lambeau Field. Give me the underdog. I like it. I yeah. like it. All right, and then last but not least, Monday Night Football. We got Bengals, Jaguars, Jacksonville. I'm going Jacksonville. I'm going to take the Jaguars on this. I just don't think you can really trust the Bengals anymore without Joe Burrow in their center. Uh, Browning, he's looked decent, but nothing compares to having Joe Burrow. And Trevor Lawrence, he's been playing good football. ETN running the ball great. Calvin Ridley. I know, what, probably just two weeks ago, um, before he had that big 30-point game, yeah, two weeks ago, people were saying, oh, how bad of a season he's had. 
he's turned the Jets on a little bit. He's their second highest um, receiver in terms of receiving yards. So they're just utilizing their weapons more now, and they're they're playing good football. So I'm definitely taking the Jaguars. Yeah, I'm not mad at that at all. Um, yeah, I think also giving the Jaguars here. I think it's a shame because this would have been a really fun game with Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence oh, battle. Been an absolute battle. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I like the I like the Jaguars there. Um, and yeah, that concludes uh, that concludes our wrap up for the week or our preview for the week. Um, check in with us next week for our to to see how uh how we predict these games. Um, and yeah, do you have anything you want to close with, Carter? No closings, but we always appreciate our audience that tunes in every week, doing all that. Shout out to Still Human. No. Yeah. Happen with them for all your creative needs, as Ryan always says. Oh, yeah. You read the script. Oh, I read the script, but I also <laughs> just, I just know. Um, Other than that, yeah, I mean, we just really appreciate you guys. You know, we wouldn't be able to do this without the audience that we have. Um, we always love talking about football. Oh, it's my favorite time of the week, baby. Only, uh, yeah, I mean, only two-man crew tonight Um, without yeah. Oliver, of course. Hopefully Oliver, we miss you, bud. Next week, yeah, of course, we miss you. But, um, yeah, so follow us on IG at Freshly Baked Pod, at Ryan M.E. and Carter.Bowie, and then O.Mord or O.Mord. O.Mord. I got that one right. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. All right. See you guys um, well, next yeah. week. Yeah, we're going to get on out of here. We're sending peace and love to everybody out there. Get out of some little groovy, Carter. Yeah, I like this. A little Mariah. Make sure you guys go drop five stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen to this on. Tomorrow or on Thursday, I'm sorry. We'll catch you on Thursday for our regular.